It is September 6, 2021. It is episode 52 of Stop Skeletalism Podcasting. Hey, it's, it's me, Derek. And Grace. What is what's going on, everybody? It is uh we are here in the the the, the, the I think the fall has officially started. Yep, probably. Uh, well, maybe not officially. I mean the leaves haven't quite started falling yet. But I feel like if I was still going to school, this would be the, around the time I would start going back to school. Mm-hmm. Which that that's really the, the that's when fall kicks off for me. Yeah, for sure. That's it's also uh, Labor Day today, which is a holiday that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> yeah, I for mean most for most people, it, but I mean for us, it's like yeah, we don't really get days <laughs> off like that. Well, no, not not even. I think most people don't get Labor Day off. Yeah. so it's it's a kind of a you know. It's like a bank holiday and a federal holiday with everybody else. Yeah, not not get your ass back to not work. for the laborers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here we are, chat chatting, stuttering, working really hard, working really <laughs> Putting hard, in the real labor. Look at us talking on our podcast here. Not not to. I didn't mean to imply that we're labor. No, laborers. I've done I've done the physical labor stuff, mm-hmm. and I do not miss it. Yeah, uh, but I I still I still remember those halcyon days. Uh, and you know, you can always spot somebody who's never worked like a retail job or a manual labor job before. Um, cause they're just that to me, that's like where you get, when you're out in public and you meet a lot of jerks, meet a lot of chumps who are like, can we get this line moving faster? It's like, trust me, they want to get you out the store fast. They, they do you, you bitching and complaining. It's not helping you. It's like. Everybody should have to work some kind of manual labor or a uh, service job at one point in their life just, just to, to learn a little bit more about what's on the other side of the, of the curtain so you can have a little more uh, I think that would, that would probably... I agree. I think that would make people better. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, 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 well, what? I have something I want to talk about. Oh, dude. I want to talk about... We're having a podcast. I know. You should, you should, this is the perfect time to talk about Well, okay. So yesterday, I sat down with a couple friends, and I played Friday the 13th, the game, on... On the NES. Xbox One. What? Yeah. Yes. Not the NES. Spoiler, you can play as the purple... The purple Jason from the NES game is actually in this one. Yeah. It, uh, it happens to be on sale at the moment, and uh, I have some friends who are really into it, and so I was like, you know, what the hell? Let's try it out. And it was actually kind of our, our, our Dead by Daylight friends. Um, yeah, and, and, we, and we've of- been kind of been off of the multiplayer horror racket for a few months now. Mm-hmm. It's been sad since. Well, that was because the, the, the Resident Evil DLC dropped, and then, like, because we primarily play on console... The console versions of that game, or at least the PS4 and Xbox One versions, uh, were just like really bad, and they like needed to patch them. I think they did eventually patch them, but by then we had kind of moved, moved on. But then, um, yeah, some some friends of ours, they didn't exactly move on. They still wanted to play something very similar, so they played a uh, the Friday the Thirteenth the video game, which is a very similar kind of a is asymmetrical uh, uh style multiplayer game. It's well the the thing that's interesting about it is we we've we've sort of been really excited about the show that we've been working on delisted where we look at different horror or not horror games but different games that have disappeared from different media yeah, or whatever stories. digital only games that have vanished from digital stores. Right, yeah. Is I think the working tagline for it. But playing Friday the 13th yesterday it was really interesting because it's like 
it's like a ghost delisted because it's delisted in the sense that the developer is not allowed to work on it anymore. Yeah. Like it functions and you can still buy it and play it. Mm-hmm. However, it's it's a multiplayer game that's like frozen in time. Yeah. Which is And there's still a, a pretty decent audience. We really didn't have uh trouble finding full was it eight person? Yeah, people are playing. Yeah, there are people still, playing. Man. And uh it's I mean so crazy. people would flake off occasionally, but like for the most part, yeah, we got rooms of eight, eight, seven, six people constantly. Mm-hmm. For a game that uh, I don't, I, I believe has not been updated. It's like four, in like three four years. years old at this point. Yeah, because it and Dead by Daylight both launched at about the same time. Yeah, right? but it's like Dead by Daylight is a game that uh, I mean, it's still kind of jank as hell. But it's a game that they have been like fine tuning for years, and it did kind of slowly become this uh, really interesting, uh, very unique game. Uh, and, and and it's sad to play Friday the Thirteenth because for all that it does very similarly to Dead by Daylight. It's a vastly different style game. But you can just see that it's like still kind of a buggy, janky mess. Not unplayable. But it's definitely like depressing that there's this game that exists. You can buy it and it, it is it is actively um, available and, and, and people are playing it. It's been abandoned though or like it's just they've been legally prevented from working on it because of a uh, a dispute with the entire, uh, you know, Friday the Thirteenth license. Not even just just the this franchise. Game. Yeah, the entire franchise. Yeah, which would explain if you've noticed, like Halloween had a new movie come out recently. Yeah. I think they've had two, right? Or is uh, it just called Halloween Two? No, there's yeah, Halloween Kills, and it's going to be its own sequel. Uh, and that's also like the Rob Zombie had two Halloween. So it's like been like three. Maybe three, possibly four. Yeah, reboots of the Halloween series, and and two of them in the last like ten years. So we got tons of Jason, but we need our Freddy verses. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, ton, tons of uh, yeah, no. J- Jason is Friday. You're thinking uh, Michael. Michael Myers is uh Halloween. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so we got tons of Mike. Oh my gosh, Freddy Krueger. They tried Freddy. They they they. It's like wasn't it like Michael Bay produced remakes of Friday the Thirteenth and uh. Nightmare on Elm Street? It's it's impossible to find out. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. It's it can't be done. <laughs> it's just shocking that like, yeah, the way that like yo, this is Hollywood we're talking about. New ideas ain't never coming through. Um, and yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen any Jason. And that is just absurd because he is still one of the most recognizable like villains in cinema history, period. Okay. If you were gonna make a remake of Friday the thirteenth, who would you stunt cast as Kevin Bacon. <laughs> um, like who fills that Kevin Bacon role? Well, first off, what I would do is I'd definitely make Kevin Bacon the father of that character if I could. Okay, you yeah. Know? So that kind of limits things because you need sort of you know a white person. You need reddish hair. Mm-hmm. Do you still want him to be male? I don't know. Flip I mean, because Kevin coin. Kevin Bacon's like a. Kind of, it's a heartthrob, but <laughs> like also got some comedic chops is yeah. who we're looking for. However, we can't do, when I say that, I want to say John Cena, but I think John Cena is too muscly, right? We got guess, someone kind of like, you know, it'd be funny. Vulnerable and teenage. Remember, remember that movie, uh, <laughs> being, being John Malkovich? Yeah. Like Cameron Diaz plays uh, like the frumpy wife that he wants to, you know, he wants to uh, like, like his was it John Cusack's life is kind of in the pits and he's like got this frumpy lame wife 
It's fucking Cameron Diaz. Oh no. Who would who would want to be yeah. Ugh, boring. I think it'd be funny if John Cena was played against type cast him against type and uh you know, try him like dress him in baggy clothes so you well, can't Well, but Cena's too him, old. But I'm trying like yeah, make him be like the old man that is weak and gets killed right away. Oh, I really well, ha- we, I, I really you, have a good answer. Do you not answer. remember how Kevin Bacon gets killed in the movie? Oh yeah, he gets stabbed uh through the back. Through the bed, I think. Yeah. I, I, I I'm going to say Tom Holland. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know what young Hollywood hunk I would I would put in that role. I, I really can only... Th- I guess this is how detached I am from the youth culture. I can only think of Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamander. Chalamander? Chalamander. Zendaya would have to be in it, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Or Zendaya. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo would have to be in it. Sure, why not? What if she uh she would be like in the car trying to drive away? She'd have a driver's license. Yeah, and she then, got like, a driver's license. And last then week. yeah, and then Jason would jump in front of the car and then snatch her out from the we, windshield. Well, we couldn't have out. too many big names in it, I think. But why not? Why why not? Why couldn't? Why can't it be like a Knives Out style production? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, on, honestly, it'd be like the last time they rebooted this. If they if they totally rebooted it, it'd be a bunch of like up and comers you ain't never heard of. Yeah, but. And that's what the first movie was, except for Kevin Bacon was in it. Yeah. So that's, but why, he wasn't Kevin that's ba- why I picked him. He wasn't him. Kevin Bacon yet. He wasn't? No. He was... It's like 1980. When did when did Kevin Bacon become Kevin Bacon? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know of a time that there really wasn't. But it was, I, I think, through through the 80s. Okay. But it's like also the first uh, Freddy movie had, um, uh, what's his name? Jack Sparrow. John, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yes. A young, not very well-acted Johnny Depp. If you would like to stunt cast a theoretical Friday the 13th remake, email us at stopskeletons <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, people saying Footloose. Is, oh, Footloose. Was that, was that uh, yes, Kevin Footloose Bacon? Yes, Footloose was Johnny Depp. Okay. No. Oh, no. I, sorry. I, I was thinking of the movie where he was a he pretended to be a teen in high school. That was 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Okay. But Footloose Not is Kevin cheat. Bacon. Fun fact, I have been to the uh, flower mill where Kevin Bacon dances in that movie. I've never, I've never actually seen that movie. Yep. But that, I mean, that's, a, that's impressive. If I had seen the movie, I'm sure I'd be like, wow. You would be like, super wow i definitely know that like footloose is a movie like a movie Mm -hmm. so that's impressive on its face but like i'm like ah, cool yeah it's in utah yeah no big (laughs) but what about this uh friday 13th game though we got way off topic here with your with your with your stunt yeah i think friday the 13th is a really fun game but it's also hard for me to suggest that people go check it out just because the actual like time it takes to under i found it very confusing like the, yeah. it's actually like a kind of a high barrier to entry you sort of need people who are like coaching you telling you how to play unfortunately the like introduction like how to play section on in the game is just walls of text yeah <laughs> like we're playing some kind of japanese rpg over here <laughs> come on come on ladies but it's like dead by daylight has like a little quick uh tutorial that you play yeah but that nice. game also has a ton of nuance that is d- difficult to kind of uh, figure out. Um, and I guess coming off of Dead by Daylight and going into Friday the 13th, like I kind of, you can kind of see the parallels. Um, but like, yeah, it's a game that you, it's one of those types of games that you just have to play. I, I, I thought like, because we were, we kind of went back and forth, the two of us, we kind of traded. 
I think after like three or four matches, like watching you and playing and then watching you and playing, I started to kind of, I started to kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the fascinating part of it, and this is, this is my weird perspective on it, of course, it's weird to play like an, it, it's, it's, it's like a living corpse of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it is weird to play because it feels like it's a game that like, it feels like you're playing a, a dead game that just got, you know, delisted eight years ago. Um, and it's crazy that like we managed to actually buy it for a couple of bucks. Uh, just the animations are all kind of jank. The lighting is not very good uh, when it comes to like attacking or, or shooting. One time you shot a flare gun at Jason, but he was like next to a car. And I watched it. I saw your reticle was like, you are pretty much on point. Thank you. And then you shot it. And for some reason, like the flare itself, like shot swung way to the right and appeared on the other side of the car like on the driver's side door and you were trying to shoot like the passenger side door and you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. Uh, one time jason was chasing somebody and like just kept on swinging and missing just like couldn't just kept on missing over and over again and it wasn't even like an impressive uh uh loop as they call it or an impressive like kind of chase (laughs) just jason like just could not get quite fast enough and the swings just like never quite counted so just like him just Twirl, swinging around his axe to you know camp counselor that's like barely alive and just like wow dude just kill him already if anything it made parts of the game more enjoyable because with at least with dead by daylight especially recently when things were broken i just was very frustrated because it's like hey come on we've had this work before there are some things that need to be fixed, but haven't been fixed for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, we're still releasing, bl- and, you know, wh- whatever. That's a whole other discussion. And then, But then with this game, it's like when things didn't work, it was like, yeah, I get it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah. And usually whenever you go into a game like that, typically you go like. No one's touched it since 2018. Yeah. Like, yeah, OK. Well, apparently official servers are down. Uh, so if, you know, it's all about, you know, if you're hosting, which means. Yeah, like a, there's a. A player who's the host connection. If mm-hmm. they disconnect, then everyone else gets. Yeah. So, so if, if the host dies right away, uh, then you have to kind of watch the match. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't just leave because that they'll just end the entire thing. We didn't actually have that problem though. No, luckily. It, it seems like the people that that are playing like they want to. They want to play. They're there for. Uh, uh, they're the hardcores. They're there. Yeah, they're for legit. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know of any other game that is really quite in this situation. Because uh, it's it it definitely needs some work, and they might it's who knows who knows what like who knows what happens or who knows if it's gonna ever ever come back. I I, I say it's not gonna come back. Yeah, I I just don't e- like even if uh, you're able to resolve the all the licensing issues with the the screen original screenwriter or creator suing for the rights to the franchise i feel like it's been so long at this point like three years like you're gonna have to find some sort of investor to give you the money to like run the studio until you can be profitable again yeah you know like it i i feel like the the way these games keep running is because new content is coming out and people are buying new content and since that hasn't happened in so long i'm but, sure I mean, there's still there's, an like, audience no there's still an active audience playing it so i would i would I would imagine that if this is... Are, yeah, are they going to start a Patreon? Like what? Well, no. <laughs> sure, the people are playing it, but every time they play, they kind of cost the game money. But every time, like, if, if this... If, if the doors were open, if they were unshackled, and then you look at what, okay, what is the... What is the Friday the 13th 
franchise look like right now? Well, we have this game that actually has a pretty, I don't know how big of a, an active player base. Would they then be like, oh, okay, well, let's allocate some money to get that back up and running. And we can ideally like, oh, let's put X amount of money and hopefully look at that investment back. You'd hope. To me, it's like... Doubt it. The, the crazy <laughs> thing about this lawsuit... Press X to doubt. <laughs> do it, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I can't believe it hasn't been resolved. Like, this is Hollywood. There's money on the table here. What's going Lawsuits on? Lawsuits take a while. Yeah, I, I, I was, my understanding is it's basically a, a kind of a stalemate. Both sides are just refusing um, uh, to budge. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's a bummer. But I mean, the game's out there and uh, didn't cost as much. Yeah. The one thing I like about the game, and this is something that the, apparently the community has uh, demanded was we never was never changed. Um. So the, the way that the uh, every match starts, the conceit is that like all the camp counselors are hanging around, uh, and it's like a little shortcut scene of everyone kind of hanging around or dancing or something like that. And then Jason shows up and uh, he'll kill kill a random camp counselor. Then everyone scatters, and then the match starts like five minutes later. That kind of thing. You know, it's it's a good c- good conceit to start it with. But every single time that happens, there is a shock reaction from one of the counselors, like a close-up shot of him, of the counselor like turning around and going, ah! but something about the animation, the counselor just looks ghoulish, like there's no eyebrows on it, and his eyes are like bulgy, and it's just like this terrible textualist face, and he's like, ah! and it just looks so silly, and it's like every single time you start the game, you gotta wait for the camp counselor, the one that like will turn around and make the goofy ass face. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And apparently even back when the, the game was being supported, the community was like, no, don't change that. That has to stay forever. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. We got also like a couple other delisted things we're thinking about. If you're subscribed to the Patreon, you have the chance to watch the newest delisted episode, which is on Resident Evil Degeneration. Mm-hmm. The first time, I think, that we've covered a completely original mobile game. Is that yeah, true? Because yeah. we, we've talked about Doom RPG. I guess we haven't really, like, covered Doom RPG. Like, like in a... Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't want to... Does, keep... does that count? That counts. That's an original game. But we haven't really covered it. Not, yeah, not explicitly. I would say we, we've covered Ashen. Which is a an original Engage game. Oh, sure, but yeah. I mean, do we, it's like, do we, but do we I, I guess I meant like part of an IP. I guess yeah, is what yeah. I, I meant. And and yeah, I'm I, I I guess I haven't thought about that because it is just like to, to me, it's just you know Resident Evil four point five. That's what this game is. What Resident Evil Degeneration is. So it's like weird to think of it as I forget that it is totally an original game. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, new <laughs> level design. Yeah. Airplane assets mm-hmm. up the wazoo. You know what it is? It's freaking Resident <laughs> Evil 4 like style and and guns and controls, but you're shooting like Resident Evil 1 style zombies. Yeah, which cra- is weird. Yeah, no, no Lost Plagas. Degeneration well, was this person's, was your first Resident Evil game, bro? Damn, Johnny. That's, 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 that's hot wait. I feel like I need to interrogate you more. Like, how how does that make you feel? <laughs> Have you gone back and played other Resident Evil games since first playing Degeneration? Because Degeneration's fine. It's um. Well, I, the I, the thing too is a, that if you and Derek, Derek, if you're listening to this in the podcast subscription feed, Derek is talking to people who are listening live through mm-hmm. the Patreon oh, on yeah, our yeah. Discord. But um, the funny thing about Degeneration is that there actually isn't like a single 
degeneration game, I guess. There there are three different degeneration versions. And yeah. usually when we talk about for like for our video, we decided to focus on the Engage and iOS port. Yeah. But there is also a Java port and a J2ME port. Mm-hmm. And the the Java port is more like an arcade like shooter, I guess. Yeah. Like, very, very standard uh I, I guess a, a yeah, shoot 'em up. Yeah, very primitive. First person style like shooter ish. Wild guns, but not anywhere close to wild guns. As yeah, good as yeah. wild guns is. But you know that kind of thing where kind it's a like static a, screen a and you're snatcher just maybe? A little snatcher? Snatcher? Yeah. Anyway, so it, it's it's that. And then um the J2 and me version is actually a uh it's almost done in like the style of a Resident Evil One, like classic Resident Evil game. Yes. Except very, very generously. I, I guess so, yeah, with like a fixed camera angle, though yeah, it's you know, no, nothing artistic. I mean it's <laughs> it it it's basically a bridge between like I would say it's like a tiger electronic game, but like beefed up. <laughs> Because it is so, uh, it's like yeah, you, there's there's free running around and there's camera angles and all that stuff, but like it is uh, incredibly bad, <laughs> charming. I'll, I'll you know I'll no I'll retract that. Incredibly charming. Um, but the the reason why we didn't really cover that in the video was because it, it is technically that version of Resident Evil Degeneration is a a pretty blatant reskin of another mobile game called Resident Evil The Missions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, depending on how you look at it, uh, it's not an original game. It is just something they called Resident Evil Degeneration, but also Splinters, but also that game, I don't believe, like, does it still take place in, like, the Raccoon City Police Department and stuff like that? Does it actually take place in the No, like, the level, the, you know, the level layout is the same, it's just they replaced the assets with, like, you know airport thing yeah no you're insecure <laughs> gotta get to the vip lounge yeah oh no there's that walkway that moves mm-hmm. other airport related oh, items and, uh, and johnny here in the chat uh said they started babysitting and they had uh the family they're babysitting for had re4 on a gamecube so you played that after which okay good because <laughs> degeneration is fine but if you're not a if you're not a resident evil fan i honestly can't see too much appeal but i do think that degeneration um you know if, if, if you were playing that on an original engage way back when i can see that being kind of a, a fun thing to play at you know at work at lunch mm-hmm. between, well, uh, between not, classes not, or something okay, like you that said, you said a, I, I gotta cr- make a correction not original engage engage 2.0 oh, sorry, but yeah originally on the engage my bad yes the engage no <laughs> parentheses service oh god yeah, close yeah. parentheses <laughs> I think that's the, that's what I like about this video and what I hope to uh, uh, t- t- to explore more in future episodes as much as we can. But just that time between when the App Store landed like a goddamn atom bomb uh, and changed everything. Yeah. But no one quite knew what mobile games were yet. So it was like this insane Wild West. Uh, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 came out on the damn ios like can you believe that uh it was a long time before all the gachapon and pokemon go and and and, and the and like free to play yeah and I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't mean to shit on those games um that model seems to have worked extremely freaking well 
for iPod games or for mm-hmm. uh, for uh, iPhone games. And they they can be fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess that's why but I'm, I'm not they, on them they at all. do sometimes become predatory in a way that I really don't like. Yeah, and you yeah yeah. You, you can only really play them for so long before you have to throw down, you know, mm-hmm. five bucks to get 500 rubies or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but there was that time when, you know, here's a, there's a sort of like Resident Evil 4.5. I believe they sold it for less than 10 bucks at the time. I think it was six ninety nine, And, uh, you know, it's only like two hours long, but it's basically, yeah, like a full-fledged 3D Resident Evil game. And that seemed like a good idea at the time. No one really knew what to do. And and that I think this era of... Uh, and Capcom's like, I don't know, $10? Yeah. Well, let's just see what oh, happens. Yeah. It's like there's Final Fantasy games. I believe Square put out a couple of games. Like, I, it might have been Square. Crap. I should have no, researched No, well, Square, Square put out a they couple did, that but, were like $35. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something and, and like that. The idea of charging $35 for an app now is insane unless it is like here is an entire editing suite yeah it's really reserved for like enterprise software yeah though at the same time when you think about it like if you subscribe to something like there's subscription service apps so if like for example if you decide to do something like headspace which i did at the beginning of the pandemic because i was like maybe this will make me feel better Maybe this will bring joy back into my life. That, that, that British guy's voice was awfully relaxing. It was rela- It was actually kind of nice to so. fall asleep. However, I'm not sure it was worth like $12 a month mm. for like a year. <laughs> so when you think about it, I like I spent like over $100 wow. on this app before I realized like, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And e- I mean, but that's rare. And even then they tried to sell it as like, you know, it's 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 not it's a much it's a daily uh, uh, not even a game. It's more of a ritual, like a daily activity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this this time when, yeah, Square had ridiculous prices. Uh, just, just this time when it hadn't been established yet is I'm looking forward to studying it more. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, uh, like everyone was just like throwing ports of things on there. Like one of the most successful games on the iPhone when the iOS store launched was actually Super Monkey Ball 3D. Yeah, which is I think interesting. You know, Tetris, yeah. <laughs> I Dude, guess. Tetris I, does well. The, the fart app. Remember oh, the, the fart app? I mean, I don't remember a specific fart yeah. app. But no, actually, I, for, I, we, we didn't end up putting it in the video, but uh, there actually is, I think it's like iFart. <laughs> I could be wrong, but there is some kind Sounds of fart right. app. And um, yeah, it, it was like, I, it's still up on uh, the app store. And if you look at it, it's like was first, you know, uploaded back in 2009 or something like that. <laughs> like they, they've they've still been releasing it, releasing updates, new farts. I don't know. <laughs> but like subscribe uh, to our dude, I'm our pretty, custom farts. But I'm pretty sure the guy was like, yo, one dollar or two dollars for uh, a button that goes, you know, has a couple like six or seven little yeah, fart the things. possibilities are endless. Yo, that's like pet rock in the 70s. I, I bet that dude made an easy million dollars off that. Oh, so easy. Who- who knows? But I yeah. would imagine, but that's yeah. The, the wild—it's just how, in, in in the wake of that as well. We've talked about this a little bit in videos, like in the wake of the App Store doing so crazy good. People didn't know if it's like okay—is are all games going to be on the phones now? Well, but also that's like to back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons the App Store was so successful was because it put all kinds of software in one easy to access place. Plus, iPhone users were willing to spend a lot of money on 
crap. Yeah. <laughs> but like the I think that's why the Maybe engage not $40 service Squaresoft games, but <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, you know, you can try, but yeah. and that that's not really what was popular on the iPhone. It was like Doodle Jump or I fart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, Angry Birds. There was a time when like Angry Birds was like making a billion dollars and Farmville. Farmville on, on was face, huge. Face, Candy yeah, and, Crush. and people were like, yeah, is, 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 the Kim Kardashian game. Yeah. Oh, it's a man. big deal. In, like, remember, 2012. remember you put that Kim Kardashian joke in the uh, Kojima video? Yeah. <laughs> People still get mad at that at, at that idea. And maybe they should. But also, I don't think they should. <laughs> it's fine. They're not, it's, it's, they're not ready to admit that, like, when we made that joke in 2016? Yeah, I think the Kim Kardashian iPhone game was, like, making... It was like one of the most successful pieces of software in yeah. the world. And it was like she made a million dollars a day on it or something like that. Yeah, just kind of incredible. And it's like she's already the Kim Kardashian of video games for what it's worth. Though, I mean, again, that term video games and you say Kim Kardashian's iPhone game. Is it really a video game? Yes, it is. But like, I know what you I know what you say when people scoff at that idea. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I understand why you're like, what? But that is just a uh, that that giant elephant in that in the room just like upended the whole industry for in, in a really really interesting way mm-hmm. that you know i remember after like you know when ps4 and xbox one were kind of all coming around or just come out i remember thinking like there's no there's not going to be a ps5 it's it's just there's not like there's not going to be systems anymore like we're not going to have this in, we're not going to keep having these new systems every couple of years it's just not going to like we're just we've moved on past that and i was wrong well you're because not super wrong i think we got probably a couple more in us at least Mm -hmm. it still doesn't really to be honest it doesn't feel like the next generation has come out no like i only know one person like personally who has a next gen console i guess i actually i know two people yeah like who are my real life friends and not video game yeah like influencers (laughs) or whatever yeah a couple of our youtube peers yeah yeah i know i know one person with a ps5 and then no one none of my other friends have anything like that because you can just go on your pc like yeah why you know why why have one well i mean here's a real question so i remember 10 years ago everyone thought the steam box was going to be like the thing that was really going to destroy console gaming because like what if you could have your entire steam library like on the couch next to your xbox next to your playstation right but now they got the steam deck which probably won't come out for a few years couple years at least no, i thought it was coming out later this year i'm skeptical oh okay yeah, I, yeah. personally i'm <laughs> skeptical just because there is a chip shortage i think well it'll if it it'll probably come out in some form but similarly yeah. to how the ps5 has exactly. technically come out but however I, it has not impacted my life in any way no no <laughs> <laughs> like i would like to get one of those two systems but like yeah i'm not gonna try and, and get a jordan drop i'm not gonna yeah it it seems too stressful and there isn't honestly the only ps5 exclusive game that i really do want to play is the their little like tech demo game with the robots yeah like robots there astrobots or something like that yeah something like that no i don't even know what it's called (laughs) astro's playroom oh thank you yeah Uh, thank you nick that one's cute and even that one it's partially just because i'm like Maybe we could do maybe, like maybe the play, we use it. the PlayStation for PlayStation B roll. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> it will be kind of cool to have like Spider Man all you know crazy high def and 
uh, you know, Demon Souls is certainly I'm playing good. Control right now, and I'm yeah. really feeling like I wish it was on a better, I had it on a better system. You know, maybe on PC or I, something. I feel like watching you play Control on, on our Xbox One S, um, I can definitely see where, oh yeah, we if we had a better system. Holy shit, this would Every look so time much pause the game and then unpause it the game lags for like 15 seconds and the frame rate drops into like the single digits like one every five (laughs) you know what i mean one frame rate a second or something and it's insane it lasts for like so long it's kind of wild from, from my perspective it's just like whenever you uh like blow up a desk and a bunch of papers fly up it slows down a little bit but like it's also genuinely so busy on the screen you can't see anything anyway Mm -hmm. so it doesn't bother me so much and i've never really been a type of guy who cares about uh you know i gotta have 60 frames yeah obviously i gotta have have 4k 60 (laughs) frames yeah i really i've never cared about that um i think that game still looks incredibly sharp oh yeah really or really like the the, just the the style Mm -hmm. the aesthetic and style of that game uh if you can get it running at all, holy crap! What a what? So a well designed game, good looking game, holy crap! Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, it, it's for the most part, like yeah, there's still not a whole lot of of exclusive new shit on these new systems, and uh, I don't know, man. I'd rather be out here buying colorful plates and bowls and new Tupperware. Oh my god, <laughs> we're not. You're not allowed to talk about not, Tupperware. Not allowed to talk. Okay. <laughs> That was that was the big new domestic bliss moment for us this weekend. Is went to Costco. Went to and Costco. Got that glass, that snapware, baby. The Pyrex. Got that Pyrex. Sponsor mm. me. Um. Well, Derek, how how can you say that when there is a rumored app killer or killer app, <laughs> not app killer, coming to the Switch soon? Rumored. Mm-hmm. Game Boy Color, Game Boy games on Switch Online. How we feeling? Man, I, all right. I know you're doing a bit, Grace, but like, honestly, I can't get excited about that at all. <laughs> Switch online, this like proto, this like shitty uh, 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 virtual console that they've had. They, It's weird because they've got some crazy deep cuts, but like, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. They're barely, like every three months we get like four new games and there's some weird deep cuts and that's cool, but like. It's it's Nintendo doesn't give a shit about this. Yeah, this is like them. I, it's like them jiggling keys in front of a face, just to shut us up. They don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I guess I get kind of cynical about that. However, um, because they've been doing lots of deep cuts and weird stuff, and because like, uh, you know, like games like Joe and Mac, and I think Wild Guns as well. Well, but you what, can play like multiplayer the, online. The rumor is is and that yeah, they're gonna have Game Boy and Game Boy Color Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and it's and it's gonna be online. Yeah. And they've been doing lots of weird deep cuts. Oh, yeah. Give me that warlock. <laughs> and give me that face ball. Do you even know who owned? Okay, face ball is one I can seriously get behind. Do 16 player face ball. Let's finally do this. Yeah. Let's finally do this. <laughs> we can all like enjoy this garbage heap. It's like a, the greatest thing about 16 player face ball is it, could, it would not be fun. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun at all. It'd be so fucking bad. I would dominate. But uh, no, uh, well, hmm. you probably would actually. Yeah, I was going to say no way, but nah. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I think you'd, you'd kill it. <laughs> but I I mean, Warlocked. Let's go. Let's go, Warlocked. It's, yeah. If you I didn't know, know Warlocked, by the way, that is a, is a real-time strategy game 
Oh, the damn Game Boy Color was... Which it did have multiplayer, right? It absolutely had multiplayer. You play the single player game to unlock multiplayer maps as well as the different warlocks. And because Pokemon was the hottest thing at the time, unlike now, uh, there are each cartridge of Warlocked only has so many Warlocks in it. So you have to trade with friends in order to get all like 20 or 30 of them. I, I don't know. Seriously, I completely forgot about this. Yeah. Well, this was also the first Punching Wave video we did back. 2017. 20, 2016. 16. Oh, that, I, oh, that's right. That, that, we did that video at the same time as the Kojima video. So you were working on Kojima and I was working on the game. Yeah, I, I didn't really so, yeah. touch this one. I rewatched that video recently and I still don't remember anything, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absorbed. Thanks. Thanks, Grace. It's not even that. It's just, I, I had a dream last night where I was, Derek and I were in high school together and we were, you know, it was, um, it was the last day of school and we had to finish our school project so that we could go home for the rest of the summer. Classic setup. Yep. Yeah, classic setup. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry for telling people my dreams. But anyway, however, Derek were, and I were on a group project together and we had to finish a video on this Doom port that came out for the Game Boy Color. And it was a side scroller. And I had just realized that Derek had, when he was capturing footage, didn't try to go backwards because in this dream logic dream game, this particular port of doom has a special feature where you can go backwards on your, <laughs> on the screens like it, which is incredible. It remembers all the screens. Derek. I like how you're like it stores it in the internal Ram. That's amazing. You're, you're, you're like combining <laughs> the two nightmare situations, which is like, like the nightmare of like, Oh God, we have to finish this video. And then, Oh God, I have to, take a final for a class i never went to like you're, you're like you're like that's like a dual nightmare it, it, it really was yeah i don't think we finished it oh, okay. I, I just kind of woke Did up you woke? yeah well, yeah yeah that's that, that's usually i don't in my dream too when i'm ever at a I, I have to go to a final for a class i've never been to you know i skipped all semester i whenever i have that nightmare i always like wake up before i go it's like i think the threat of having to go to the class is there i just and then I wander around in that. Yeah, for some reason, mine was more about like, how are we going to go on, be happy on summer vacation when we haven't, when we got a bad grade on our project? It's like adult grace is like, no, who cares? It's fine. Yeah. Just go live. Go run around and scream. <laughs> Does fine. everyone have collective PTSD about college in the chat? Yes. I mean, uh, here's, here's, I don't know about y'all, but whenever I go to the grocery store, uh, or any kind of store and like it's back to school season mm -hmm. and they kind of like push all their like, you know, books and, and uh, papers and pencils and stuff kind of towards the front. Whenever I see that, I still get anxious. Like I graduated from college in 2008. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, at this point, like I'm approaching the part of my life. I've been outside of school longer than I was in school. I'm approaching that, I think. Uh, and I still see that and get anxious. Mm -hmm. When I see the kids running around, I'm like, oh, you kids got to go to school soon, like you know, in our apartment. I'm like, that still kind of gets me. School still bums me out. I always hated going back to school. I actually, I learned from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, which is another podcast, very popular podcast. Yeah. Anyway, that actually it's less about school sucking, being like being a shitty place, which it, it is undoubtedly for everyone, but it, it's more about the time that people are are at school is just the 
one of the most stressful times of your life because, you know, at you're a teen, all these hormones are happening and you're experiencing like everything for the first you gotta time. You got to read in front of the class. So, yeah. So every single experience you have is puts your body in like this fight or flight panic. And so you're it just like ingrains itself like into your brain, literally. <laughs> and that's why and that's why people tend to have those nightmares, because that is sort of like the prototypical nightmare scenario in your brain. Yeah. And then your brain will just, whenever it's flushing out, you know, whatever it needs to do while it's yeah, yeah, sleeping, yeah. it'll just kind of go back to those grooves. I think that's really interesting. I, cause well, that's I actually- like how trauma like literally will rewrite your brain, right? Well, it te- well, it's like, I guess like to me, why this is interesting is like, for example, if people didn't go to school for mm-hmm. whatever reason, they're, those kinds of stress dreams like aren't gonna take place at a school. But y- you know, it's going to be them, whatever else happened in their life around yeah. that, thir- you know, probably like nine to 14 years old. Mm. <laughs> for me, a lot of my stress dreams are about because I, I did. I was like out of school for a while as a kid. So I do have a lot of stress dreams about that period of my life kind of more than I do about school. I feel like I think I, it's interesting. I feel like I have them more about college than about uh high school but i think i I went to college for six years (laughs) and i went to high school for four so i think just it was a bigger part of my life Mm -hmm. um god yeah when i think back on school and how i i i probably had some anxiety issues that i just like really suffered through and i think about i was like mad like low-key had panic attacks all the time and i don't know if that's really normal but it's something i kind of reflected on and it's like, well, I made it through that somehow, but man, should I have made it? Should I have or not? Should it have been that difficult for me? You know, I, I, it's like you go through it and like you learn from, uh, you know, you're, you're bad, you, you earn your scars, you know, right? But I did, I did, hmm. I wonder if it was the healthiest experience for me. I did make it through. I imagine, I, 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 I totally agree people that kind of make it through public school and they're like, man, I'm, I'm not in a good place. <laughs> Well, I wish I had access to healthcare. Imagine that you're in high school or college and you're doing that. And then at the same time, the only version of Resident Evil 4 that you've played is <laughs> the degeneration. No, is the iOS version. Yeah. Oh, tell, tell me about that, man. Uh, that's still <laughs> that, be- what a segue. <laughs> that's still better than playing on the Zebo. on the Zebo, Really? Uh, that Zebo controller sucks. I don't know. T- touch touch controls on a, on an iPod, on an i on an iPad and, and an iPhone. Uh, not great. I I guess the Zebo is maybe a little a slightly better because you do the Zebo. At least the controller that I have access to does have dual analog, and that's kind of nice. Um, what well, has the D pad situation? Oh, it's the same thing as a left analog stick. It, but I mean, oh, okay. but it's it's big and chunky and not good. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. The thing that's really bad about the Zebo uh, uh, analog sticks is they're kind of close to each other. So if ever you want, if, if if your left hand is pushing right, your right hand is pushing left, they'll clunk into each other. You're, you're like like a little kiss. Yeah, little like your, your thumbs will hit each other, and it's like ah no, I was trying to you know I was actually playing a a, a copy of Quake on uh, on the Zebo, and I was like trying to kind of strafe around areas, and I kept on like my thumbs kept bumping into each other. Um, but the uh, charming thing about Oh man, the the the, the Zebo port of Resident Evil Four is basically the same as the uh, all the other mobile ports: iPod, iPhone, um, 
I iPad. iPad is technically HD. I, d- I think I don't know if it, I don't think it looks demonstrably better. <laughs> technically, mm-hmm. it is HD, but eh. What's funny is none of these games I think uh, look or play as tightly as Degeneration, though, uh, because it was a different team and a different engine. Very similar, you know. They're both based on Resident Evil Four, obviously, but um, it's a char- it's such a weird game. And even though Degeneration, like both Degeneration and RE4 Mobile, it is a shame that they don't exist anymore because they are such a treat for Resident Evil fan- fans, especially if for people that are fans of Resident Evil 4. Um, they're not like essential playing. I don't think you really get anything more out of these games. Like you're not going to understand, you know, Resident Evil 4 better by playing these games. But just like, it's kind of like, is it fair to say almost like a, 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 the last of a dying breed? The extremely like extremely compromised port. You know, there's like the Switch version of, of Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. But uh, near as I can tell, that game looks you know, a little rough. Runs fine. Same with like Mortal Kombat 11 on Switch. Uh, looks really, really rough, but they play more or less exactly how uh, the other, you know, the big, the, the big boys play. The way the Resident Evil 4 is, is, uh, so first off, RE4 is a gigantic game. So in order to make that gigantic game fit onto an iPhone or a Zebo, uh, it is cut up into a bunch of missions. And so you, you're not, the first mission is, is Leon in the village and you basically just have to survive, you know, an onslaught of enemies. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's ever more than four enemies on screen at once. Uh, and you basically just like you play until the uh, chainsaw guy shows up and you shoot the chainsaw guy and then the level basically ends. And then the next level is the the canyon after. Uh, wow, because the village is incredibly long in the actual game. Yeah. And it, it, there's also a, a bit of a stretch to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even the canyon, like the canyon is just literally um, it's way, way truncated. There's way fewer places to go. The entire like uh, uh, in, in the canyon area, there's a, a, kind of a, a hill up to the right whole section up there. That's gone. It's all flat. Don't need it. Don't need. And you just have to find the two uh, two halves of the of the little octagon thing to open the door and leave. And that's it. Yeah. Um, How have you finished the campaign yet? No, I've gotten to the uh, the castle. Um, the first mission of the castle is uh, where you're dealing with the um, uh, the catapults. And that is actually really difficult <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I finally finished that mission. And I believe uh, there's like like six or six more or so. Um, there's not a whole lot. There's really not a whole lot to this game. There really isn't. But one thing I do find interesting is uh, the balance is way different. So when enemies... Uh, when their heads pop and the, ten- the tentacles are all going up, suddenly they, they get like six times the health. It is insane how difficult it is to take down a, uh, a Las Plagas that has popped to the point where uh, flash grenades are relatively cheap to buy. So pro tip, just buy a whole bunch of flash grenades and save yourself some ammo. And if someone, when a dude pops, just toss a grenade down. So much easier. You don't have to worry about organizing your inventory either, right? No. Or do you? You don't, but you still have uh, uh, you still have 
an inventory s- uh, space. Oh, okay. So you that, still have to, uh, you but still you don't have to, have to do stuff. like a little jigsaw no, puzzle. No, but like it's, yeah. Okay. And that's similar to how it's done in Degeneration. It's like, you know, a, a uh, you know, box of bullets takes up like two, two spaces. And, you know, you, you start with like up to 40 spaces and then you can upgrade to like 80 spaces or whatever. Um, and uh, you need to get the rifle because uh, the, lo- the level with the, um, if you, if you don't, the level with the catapults is like nearly impossible or extremely hard. You have to know exactly where you can run and uh, be safe from uh, uh, just, just outside of their range. And, um, but the rifle is very expensive. And so is the attache uh, uh, upgrade. I find actually playing through Resident Evil 4 Mobile, I'm struggling with managing my money way more than I was normally with Resident Evil 4. And so, in a good way, I suppose, for a game that doesn't have a whole lot to it, just these tall, these, these tiny little uh, vignettes, <laughs> these small sections of levels, um, I guess they're made a little more impactful by the fact that, like, Getting upgrades and buying gear and stuff and getting ready for the next section uh, is extremely difficult. You there really is not a whole lot of money to go around. Um, so uh, I guess that's a, a bit more of a meta uh, mm-hmm. challenge to it. But that, really, that is interesting because you would think it would be like easier if anything. You you would think because like I and probably the situation this was designed for is like people sitting on the the bus yeah. or you know on the train or waiting in the grocery store line or whatever no like, you would think people would just they would make it easy so people could just play it and go on no, with their life, I, I mean missions are like you know like 5 10 15 minute uh uh dedications but i guess this is that thing of like no one quite people didn't know what people you know what was the stand like there wasn't a standard for what a mobile game was yeah yet, yeah it so. literally i need to, i'm playing this for 30 seconds and i'm, I'm with, with one thumb Mm-hmm. You know, while I just wait in line at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, but it is still like there are enough people that love Resident Evil 4 out there that this this game should be available to them because it's just, it's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a fascinating thing for Resident Evil 4 fans. And it is a fascinating relic of a time that is gone. It doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah, because even beyond the phone side of it, I feel like... like it doesn't feel like there's going to be a new platform that just magically comes out and changes everything. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine what that would be at this point unless like AR just suddenly starts becoming feasible like next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 5G comes out and then suddenly we can have Pokemon next to us all the time on our like little AR glasses or something. That sounds like Am I trying to bring back Google Glass? Very unhealthy for people. Yeah. <laughs> what am i i don't know like you know what i mean like it it doesn't feel like things have consolidated so much yeah to the point where like xbox like you know xbox is is making that jump right now to we don't want to be a console anymore we're like an app service well you talked about this a couple episodes ago yeah exactly i think that's where we're going where ideally we're going is uh you're just streaming games, mm-hmm. which just is just also taking them further and further away from us as like you don't own this at well, all. Well, I guess what I what I mean is like so there there goes one box gone. Yeah, you know is what I'm saying. Like there there's less platforms to try to port between. Yeah, yeah. So it's like what what else could there be? It, it, it's 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 a golden age of of entertainment, and I guess like 
golden air quotes. <laughs> air quotes. But it, it is it is a very interesting uh, era of gaming that I'm looking forward to uh, diving a little more into, as well as just like yo playing the Zebo. Oh, I guess. Sorry, I just it just occurred to me. Maybe the next thing that people ports that people do is like Roblox ports of X or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was actually talking to my uh, my brother because uh, my my nephew was way into um, uh, way into Minecraft, and I was like, oh yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I sh- maybe should play some Minecraft. Uh, we say him. this every year, but he was like, my brother was like, actually, unless you've got like the Demon Hunter mod, like he's not he doesn't play normal Minecraft anymore. He plays a Demon Hunter. Uh, anime you know that, that, that what's cr- that is that bloodborne light no it's an extremely popular anime that we've watched oh demon hunter that yeah, yeah. show okay that show, i yeah, thought yeah. it was like you were talking about bloodborne shit no 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 yeah <laughs> um yeah and he was just like yeah so he's already playing like the demon hunter game yeah i guess some kind of demon hunter version of uh minecraft and i have no idea what that is but yeah i was basically like yeah i should play some some games we're with we're old yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and also, uh, shouts at Retro84 in the chat was talking about there was an iOS Demon version. Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer? Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's why I was confused. Okay, that, that's why you're confused. Yeah, that that's was why it. you're confused. That was, and that was my bad. You know, I'll admit it. My bad. But there was an <laughs> iOS version of uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 that was just a shooting gallery called Metal Gear Solid Touch. There are actually a lot of Metal Gear Solid <sighs> phone games. Yo, uh, we didn't have a chance to really bring it up in the Degeneration video, but we did get footage uh, through emulation of Resident Evil, uh, Metal Gear Solid Mobile, the ex- right. the exclusive N-Gage 2.0 uh, Metal Gear game that like, fucking, wow. Is really impressive. Uh, yeah, they they did it. What? Yeah. That, but, uh, that's, that's so, yeah. More, but more on that to come. That'll, that'll be coming out. When that comes, it's gonna be great. So before we we go, we, I we had some questions. Yeah, we got some questions from people. If you want to ask us questions, uh, you can join the Patreon and uh, leave comments on our podcast posts, or you can just add us on Twitter yeah. or email us at stopskeletons at gmail And our first question, Derek, put that away. Oh, <laughs> sorry. The people with ADD are not allowed to have the questions open. Okay. I, sorry, that, that felt mean. Go. I'm sorry. Ask the question. Okay. You have my attention now. Okay. <laughs> All right. From Aaron, what's the best game store you've ever visited and what made it stand out? Mm, I will never forget uh, the 2001 to 2003 Value Village on the east side of Anchorage. <laughs> uh, I got so many cheap NES. I think I got Super C... And Belmont's uh, Belmont's Quest for like five bucks. When I think about the best video game stores, to be honest, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot when that that video that came out recently about like you know all the collusion, the the alleged collusion happening with uh you know uh, Wada Games, yeah, this and, hot, these yeah. very high level uh, trading um, is you can today go into a thrift store. And find a stack of PS3 and Wii games and get them for very cheap. But I feel like that is just not... Even when... Back in the day, the late 90s and early aughts. Man, when you could go to thrift stores all over and you were just tripping over NES games. Like, there are so many of them. Those were the best. Because it was cheap. Because really, at the end of the day, I'm like collecting stuff is cool. I'm a bargain hunter. 
I, I got my collection cheap. I've always oh, been Oh, sorry, cheap. Derek. It's Bargain Slayer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bargain Slayer mod. That's how, yeah. If you want to, if you want to, like, gang collect with me, you better have the Bargain Slayer mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, though, there's actually a couple, there were a couple places in, uh, in Anchorage that were like, if I wanted something very specific, mm-hmm. I could go there and like throw down the money and, uh, uh, things, 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 dude, dude's name was Mike. I forget, but yeah, there's a shout out to, shout out to the Spinard Pond in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, which I don't believe is there anymore, but there was a time when like half that store was like, just man, Master System, Turbo Graphics, Sega Saturn, PS1. I would go in there sometimes and ask for weird stuff that he wouldn't have. But for the most part, I would just try and see what I could find at the local comic book shops, at the local uh, you know, value villages and stuff. Um, but if I wanted something specific, I could go there. But I didn't do that too often because I really was all about that, about the chase. I had, I had my list of games I kind of wanted. I was never about out to be a completionist. I kind of had stuff that I thought was interesting, stuff that I wanted. So um, I would just kind of go out and see what was out there. And then uh, something really interesting would show up. So it was price was right. Got it. Yeah. Snatch it up. Okay. And that's, I guess the the, the thing is like, even today, I just don't know that it's quite the same level that, because it's like, yes, you can go and get PS3 and you can get uh, Xbox games for for heckin' heckin' cheap. But I do think that there are a handful of the uh, really expensive and rare uh, games among those systems and that knowledge is known and it's going to be more and more difficult for people to uh slip let that slip past them i think just the idea of gaming of collecting old games people know it now as a hobby that a lot of people are a part of whereas i feel like when i got into it i got into it because it was cheap because i couldn't afford to keep up with uh new games that were 50 60 bucks uh when you know buy one new game hopefully it's good 60 bucks down or i could take that money to uh you know the goodwill and see what i could find for a fraction of that and walk out with like five games um i miss those times i i worry that they don't really exist anymore uh and uh, i hope this bubble kind of pops man because it seems ridiculous that they're throwing around millions of dollars for what is what mario 64 is the most common n64 game right but i'll yeah there's been a lot of discourse about that i won't waste your time here mm-hmm. yeah so we got know. we got another question from well, the well, patreon what's your favorite oh. video game store grace i don't really have one um i i am very fond of like one time uh we had to call like i i usually whenever there's something that we've realized we need and we don't have time or you know whenever we realize there's some there's something we need i usually will call like the five or so game stores that are close to us yeah, yeah. Uh, where we live in the Seattle area and just see if somehow they have them there. And so I, I, I don't know. I always get excited when I, <laughs> I, I get one. That's always mm-hmm. good. One time I was doing that and I called around and there was this store in Renton that was willing to do like this crazy mod on our Xbox original so that we could play Japanese <laughs> Xbox original games. And it was only for uh Metal Wolf Chaos. Yeah, no, and I just appreciate that there there was a guy there who was like, You want to do what? <laughs> yeah, I remember how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that that's just really cool when you when they're you're at a store and the people are like genuinely really knowledgeable. But we have called around and asked for uh Tiger Gamecom stuff. 
Oh yeah. And and like they're like, no, no. <laughs> I got no Gamecom stuff, sorry. <laughs> they're like, the what? Is this a prank? It's yeah, it's it's weird what people will have and not have. Like Pink Gorilla tends to have engaged games <laughs> weirdly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, know. Yeah, I, I I went there and I picked up a couple engaged games. Yeah, this it's it's becoming a problem. But also got. like people have been like just giving me their engaged shit, which is <laughs> I'll take it. I've been really lax on the rule of you have to get rid of something anytime you bring something in. I've been meaning to get rid of because uh, it's a whole. There, there, there's there's a whole like 30 thing. strategy games, strategy guides. Sorry, Derek wants to get rid of, but he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, we, I feel uh, like we're closely at the point where since he told me that 30 things have entered the collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, probably, that excuse is about to run the, out. The strategy guides probably more than 30 because I, the way I look at the strategy guides, it's like, I don't want to move with these again because they're too damn heavy. Yeah. And it's just a it's just a like, I don't I don't want to deal with it if I can make a couple bucks off of it even better. <laughs> but we keep on having we keep on having so much goddamn uh like stuff over the weekend i need to, i need to dedicate a weekend to like right really, yeah we the last like it's, month and it's a just half, like it's, go 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 or like i think one of the few times we do have time on the weekend i'm like i need to recharge yeah so yeah the so another question from the patreon which is easy a little bit easier to talk about do either of you play a musical instrument um i played the instrument of the heart yeah. and that's all that i know how to play, you play Derek, the ukulele. How you, play? you play the ukulele i know three chords on a ukulele yeah <laughs> and one rhythmic one you, rhythm you, you can play there, there you go that's <laughs> but it. i have fun with it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say at a party like i know how to play ukulele yeah but i do enjoy it wouldn't pick you wouldn't just like start taking requests and start doing wonder wall and you know well i as long as it only has three chords i can play it I mean, if you there are like what it's like three or four of the major like pop chords, and if you if you know them, yeah, you can kind of put them in any order. A, lo- a lot of like books you can get to learn ukulele are just full of Beatles songs. <laughs> People in the chat are. Uh, did you say heart or harp? Uh, I meant heart. Heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, or you'll fall in love with me. Yeah, watch out. That's that's a real problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happens to everyone. I don't know that I've ever really I've 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 played instruments. Um, what do you mean? Like guitar and piano, but I w- I don't know if I really like. I I feel like there's a difference between like knowing how to play an instrument and then just knowing how to like figure out melodies and kind of pluck around and stuff. Yeah, I've always felt like I mean I'm like really self taught and just basically because like, I just want to pluck around to find melodies, you know, like a handful of chords, and just kind of do what I want. And I don't really strive to learn an instrument so much. I mean, even like the ukulele, I don't really know the, how to play the ukulele, but I just kind of figured out chords and junk. Mm-hmm. Um, but music's kind of always been a thing that kind of comes natural to me. Yeah. Reading doesn't, so there you go. <laughs> um, Pluck around and find out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting one. What games do you want to see get ported, but you know for a fact that they probably never will? I mean... Illbleed is the greatest yeah. <laughs> game. It should be ported to everything. Uh, apparently, Blood is a uh, Atari has some kind of dispute. Eh, there's some kind of bullshit with that that like Blood can't leave um, uh, PC or something like that, which is which is a damn shame. Uh, I would say, well, we already talked about. I would love to have Warlocked come back online multiplayer. Um, 
there are a handful of uh, uh there's a lot of stuff that needs to come to switch online that was already on virtual console mm-hmm. um and well i think for me the first one i think of is another game that we've talked about today but ashen for the engage yeah which is actually you know genuinely we're, we're kind of in an, an amazing renaissance for the the boomer shooter you yeah. know for the quake style shooty game i don't yeah. know what to call it i a guess first boomer pers- shooter first person shooter said. yeah but yeah boomer shooter is really good though and uh that it's honestly an amazing one it just has a really unique style it has this kind of lovecraftian aesthetic but it also has a sci-fi element that i feel like a lot of games tried to do in that time or you know even before then like in the late mm-hmm early 2000s what i remember the most from that is awesome like monster design and when you would shoot like light would travel across the room yeah and it would like like the lighting in ashen is like fucking incredible yeah um and it's like i'm playing an engage i'm like genuinely like jaw dropping at this like this game is insanely good looking if you could imagine that like game ported to a playstation Mm-hmm. Like when I think that would still be really impressive. Yeah, like I think on that, a PlayStation. Th- 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 and, and and that's totally like a dream situation because if anyone ported that game to be like, all right, well, let's bring it to make it look like Halo or Call of Duty. It's got to upgrade, upscale. No, just make this PS One looking ass PS One game a PS One game. Just like do yeah, that. just do the Doom sixty four. Ification, yeah, and, and, yeah. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna echo what we talked about last time. It's like I want like custom PlayStation edition of Doom to be get, get ported uh, and like I Saturn want version fuzzy of ass polygons in 4k yes thank you well no just like how how goddamn unprecedented Quake 64 getting a port yeah specifically that version so crazy and like they to me it's like yo you've opened the floodgates now then I want to I, I want to see 32x or Super Nintendo I don't know like there's there's you can do so much more with that uh, and I really hope that Quake Saturn um comes that'd be cool yeah that would be really cool yeah i'm not really holding my breath though because it's just such a uh you know they, they were able to get that one they were able to get that they were able to get the, the n64 version uh and that's awesome but i'm not expecting that like that hopefully it blows the doors open right mm-hmm. not, I'm, i guess i'm being kind of cynical i don't i'm not i'm gonna hold my breath on that yeah yeah that's you know that's fair and maybe something else will happen and then your your heart will be okay again. Yeah. <laughs> My heart's fine. I mean, if this is if this is all I ever get, it's not bad. It's still pretty good. It's still pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How often does a port get a port? Yeah, that's kind of amazing. Come on. Um and Honestly, it- like Doom and Quake were that was the ultimate time for that yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And Wolfenstein that era yeah yeah because e- even the other games that people talk about it's not it's not the same yeah it's like skyrim has gotten ported a lot but like i mean i don't think it's like the port of a port i mean that's yeah. such a technicality like it's, I, it's like skyrim's on everything but it's like yeah it's the exact same it's mo- mostly the exact same game on every single system right, right it's all based off of one version it's like not yeah. like we're gonna have the jaguar version yeah is that not, not <laughs> coming like, and, that, and that's a part also, of there's that. a whole different timeline of of yeah there's <laughs> adult there's there, there's adult link and then child link you know there's <laughs> there's the jaguar timeline and the pc timeline and the super nintendo timeline for quake ports or uh, doom ports any all right any more 
Well, no, I think that's actually a good place to stop. All right. We did it. Man, another another meaningless, pointless, loose, fun podcast. Yeah. I mean. Just hanging out. It's fun to just chill out here. Well, even if. I, I hope you enjoyed. I do. I enjoy making them. I hope you enjoy listening. I like talking to you. I like talking to you, too. Thanks. I like talking with people in the uh, in the chat here. I'm Derek, I'm blushing. Oh, stop. <laughs> but uh, I will say again, yeah, this is, uh, you know, we, we make the videos. Everything yeah. Else, yeah it's, it's fun to uh, kind of take a break from that in this chat. And it's also great to see the... The stats on the the podcast keep uh you know keep going up. We're not we, we make videos, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> y'all make videos. Oh yeah. Uh, next podcast is actually going to come out on Monday. Well, it will be recorded. Sorry, on yeah. Monday, September twentieth. Mm-hmm. So set your calendar. That'll be recorded at four p.m. Pacific time, yep. and then it should come out on Tuesday, the twenty first. And if you have anything you want us to talk about, us to talk about, shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. You know, join our Patreon, I guess, for a dollar or more. A dollar, I was going to say a dollar or less, but no, the minimum is a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And or just follow us on Twitter and add us, Stop Skeletons. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. Yeah, man, if you were listening to this right now, uh, we have the Tony Hawk ride punching weight and the Resident Evil degeneration uh, delisted. Sorry, I just bumped the that are, uh That are currently, they're currently right now on Patreon. They'll be coming very soon to YouTube, but as of right now, they are currently exclusive. But we are working on Resident Evil 4 uh, uh, ports video and uh, maybe something else. I don't think we're quite ready to announce that. But yeah, more videos are coming. We are back to the first and third Mondays for the podcast. Uh, And so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Say goodnight, Grace. Goodnight, Grace. (laughs) Everyone. Classic. Stay powerful. Goodnight. Goodnight.